from MZ Studios in Dallas, Texas, you're listening to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. The best surface. We're in it. We're in it. <laughs> Says that every week. Every no, no, no. Every, every quarter. S- every season. Every <laughs> quarter. But I don't know if it's I like the surface because you can see everything better. That's true. Or I'm watching tennis at a normal hour. <laughs> or everything's in America, and so I was going to say for me, it's just the relatability of okay, it's American hard court, which is what I'm used to tennis being. Right. You played tennis? <laughs> What's funny? Oh, by the way, welcome to the <laughs> Tennis Revolution Podcast. Well, my wife said, like, what is don't, this tournament? Don't they know what it is? They, they, I don't think they accidentally, think so. unless they're listening to it on the radio. <laughs> They've got one of those buttons where you just click random podcast and anything comes up. Is there a button? No, you don't even They do know. that Netflix and stuff. Oh, just pick, yeah, like yeah. random. Feeling and, lucky? That button, like on <laughs> yeah. Google? But... No, she was like, what is this tournament? I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, there are other tournaments besides like the main six tournaments. I'm like, yeah, every week there's a tournament. <laughs> um, and she cares about as much about them as I do typically, but it got my interest going a little bit this week. Well, I saw a tweet um, by I don't know who. It was a blue check mark person, but I don't know who they were. And then blue check curios responded and it was about the fact that they didn't like similar to what we've talked about on this podcast that they don't like having random other surface tournaments going on the same time 500s are going on and curios agreed or something and i of course interjected and said (laughs) well if you'd listen to our podcast you would have you know gotten the solution to this already thank goodness at least the one that was going on was kind of out of you know the conversation at least in terms of us, it wasn't on Tennis Channel and it wasn't right. being shown. But yeah, it was funny. Every time I'd see a score on the bottom, I'm like, what tournament is that? Because <laughs> um, Team was in it, which again, he can only win on clay. So can you really blame him? I guess not. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I just like the idea that it, it, it does sort of provide, provide an unfair advantage to players who can't play on other surfaces besides clay. They, yeah. get, they get to play these tournaments, get points. And not suffer in the heat, yeah, and on the hard courts and lose and and potentially drop in <laughs> rankings. When I mentioned one of my friends this morning about the whole three play three tournaments to qualify for a slam, he loved it. He was like, "That would be awesome." Of course, he did. And we thought like, of well, it. They're not going to do it. Did we think of it or did I think of it? I can't remember. No, I don't either. Yeah, I bet you don't. <laughs> it, it was me. I thought that was one of my few good ideas. It might have um, been. But the reason what what brought that conversation up was. Djokovic and Federer aren't playing next week. Right. Even though it's a Masters, they're skipping a Masters and they haven't played in a month. Right. Like what what system? You can't have a successful system when your top players have no incentive to play. Yeah. So if Tom Brady decided, <laughs> eh, listen, you're, you're hoping. <laughs> I'm four and two. I'm four and two. I'm going to sit out maybe until after the bye week. I always week. use that argument with LeBron and I, he would get roasted relentlessly if they skipped right. any game right. by choice. Now, obviously, they're playing for a team, but still, um, if they said, you know, we got this division pretty well under control, I'm going to sit out the next couple of weeks, um, you know, rest up for the more important teams. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. That's basically what yeah. they're doing. I mean, it's yeah. the same exact thing. I don't ex- like it. Except that it would make it worse, you know, on the rest of their team, obviously. If they now, listen, play. you could exempt somehow 
players, you know, with injury, et cetera. If they're, you know, again, I think we take into consideration their current ranking. Did you see that they actually proposed that for football, by the way? What? Players sitting out two games. They're gonna make they were gonna make an eighteen game season and the way they were gonna get it approved is everybody everybody had to sit out two games. That is it awful. Was the dumbest That's and, awful. And everybody was like, That's never gonna work. How about you're gonna have somebody who needs to win the last two games? How about eighteen games and get rid of two preseason Well, that's what they want that, but the pros don't want that because they are they know how useless the preseason is, so they don't play those two games now. Right. <laughs> yeah, good point. And and I think they've also said, Oh yeah, we'll do two more games if you just pay us, you know, the extra ten percent or twelve percent of our Whatever, salary. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, but the money's not even enough to entice the tennis players. Well, the good news is typically we don't get hit in the head <laughs> like football players. It's not as big of a deal, but yeah, it's uh, it is a is travesty too strong a word? Is it a travesty? No, I think it is a travesty. I mean, I think well, maybe it's not yet, but it has the potential to be a travesty. Because what if the top eight players didn't play? Right. And and again, you're talking about a master's event. Well, on the women's, it didn't seem to matter because, <laughs> well, it, well, so the city open on the women's side, which the, it's a, the total prize, total financial commitment is 250,000. <laughs> and that's in DC. The, that can't, that can't be the entire prize pool. Yeah. 250,000. Yeah. No, oh, that's horrible. Well, yeah, but it's a small tournament. It's not supposed to be. Where's that's the what cry on that. That's there is. <laughs> there is. They are already talking about it. Meanwhile, across the country, San Jose is eight hundred and seventy six thousand is yeah. a total financial commitment. And I think the draw is better in DC and I think attendance is better. So yeah, you've got the, people are already there. You've got Madison Key I don't know, it's hard to say. You got Madison Keys and Sloan Stevens were the one and two. And you have Svitolina and Sabalenka are the one and two. So yes, I would. From an American perspective, definitely, he's and Sloan more interesting. But you had Anna Anna Samova in uh, Daniel Collins and um, Venus, Coco Vandeweghe. Yeah, and so. that it does explain why Coco Golf was able to get into DC because right. Although I think she qualified anyway, but she did. It was a smaller tournament. Which an American won. Jessica, did you watch that final at all? I did but somebody, By the way, while it was on. I, I don't know if I should or shouldn't say this, but Camilla Georgie is stunning. Oh, I mean, everybody thinks that. Stunning. And, and I'm sorry that I noticed that because I have eyeballs. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, and she's... So in order of fame, it's that, number one. Number two, being that she's a complete drama queen and doesn't pay her employees. And, <laughs> and number three is her tennis. Um so that's and that's not because she's not great at tennis. It's just she doesn't win that often. So right, that it's kind of in that. Let order. me tell you something. She, I mean, she's just like he, somebody like he, she just punishes the ball right. but has no margin. And and if she goes off the rails, she's all the way off the rails. <laughs> and she was today. And I got a text that said, "Who is this Pagula?" And I said, "Doesn't matter. You're not going to see her again." <laughs> um, it's not nice. Sounds bad, but she's. And again, maybe I'm misremembering, but I think she's already in her twenties. So I don't think she's like the next big thing. Yeah, but you don't have to be 12. Yeah. But she, yeah, she did turn pro in, wait for it, <laughs> 09. Oh, that's a lot worse than I thought. Co- yeah, career prize money, $298,000. I thought she was maybe 23, 24. No. But I do always hear about her this time of year, not normally in the final or winning a tournament, but you'd normally see her name 
in the U.S. Open lead-ups. So she's made not even quite $300,000 career yet. For 10 years. Her highest ranking happened in 2013. Take a guess on what it was. Well, she's got to be close to it now. I would say... No, she... So she's not... Um, she's not anywhere near it right now. <laughs> I was going to say something like 125. Not bad. Not bad. Are you looking at your phone? No, because <laughs> you don't know how to spell her name. <laughs> Career high ranking, June 10th, about a month ago, and then add six years to that. Right. <laughs> uh, 123 in the world. Okay. Career high. And You're selling her short. And she, she said 125. She's not near that now? 368. How is she in the tournament? In May. Oh, wow. That's May current ranking. Why do they... Current ranking. This is May probably because that's the last pro tournament she's playing. <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. That is her current. That's not nice. <laughs> yeah. So that was. Uh, let me find her career her current ranking. It was three sixty eight a year ago, and I don't know why. That might be the highest ranked player to win a tournament. Like you mean the lowest, like highest yeah, number, highest number to win a tournament. Like going into a tournament, that's got to be. Where's our research department? Get them on that. Man, I wish we had one. <laughs> We would actually make use of it. That's what irritates me. The, the the broadcasts have them, I'm sure, and they don't make any use of them whatsoever. But doubles, 79. Well done. So that's how she's making. But that 300,000 includes not, the doubles, too. She's right? not making any money no in doubles. Way. She's not. Uh, no, actually, why? Man, I thought Google knew everything. <laughs> Lies. According to the WTA, uh, she turned, uh, let's see, 25. Okay. That's kind of what I thought. I thought 24, 25. Yeah. Um, and her, it says her singles career high, la, da, 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 754 total prize money career. Okay. 240. So it must be this year. Google. You well, that probably together. includes today. That's why. Yeah, maybe. So much. Yeah, Google. So on top of things. So that's anyway. Still only, that's still less than like 80,000 a year. So 25. And, hmm. The thing is, she, her ranking was so bad that it's not even going to help her get into the next, the next few weeks. Like yes. she won't Actually, her singles ranking must be right now is 79. Okay. So she now has a career high ranking of 79. So she could get in the qualifying of the Rogers Cup probably. What do you think her future is? You think she's got lucky one hard court match and she's tapped out at 79 and it's only downhill from here? Uh, no, I think she, I mean, she... She's got a little bit of tension. She'll probably get a couple wild cards the next few weeks. So I could see her, you know, making something out of this. But nothing meaningful. The problem is there's so many Americans. She's still going to be 7th, right. 8th, on the list. Like, nobody's taking her over Coco and Anna Samova and even Collins. E- either Coco. Right. So it's like, there's only so many spots you can give. Right. And I don't think anybody, you know, even with this, necessarily cares that much about her. I care. <laughs> I care. I mean, so here's what she did, which again, we're talking about a 250, right? Uh, which whatever the women's tournament calls it, I still don't know. Tier one or uh, yeah. it doesn't matter. Um, so she beat the aforementioned stunning Camilla Georgie uh, two and two. Wow. And, and I will tell you, Georgie looked horrendous. Tennis wise, <laughs> tennis wise, only, only. tennis wise, um, a ton of errors. Just just didn't look very happy out there. Kind of makes you wonder how she got the final with that kind of erratic play. Well, I mean, 
Yeah, if you're on, you're on. You know, if you're crushing the ball, it didn't didn't hurt that Peterson's out round yeah. one. Because <laughs> that's who she would have played in the second round. She beat Sasha Vickery uh, in the first round. and That's another American yep. player that's just been around for a while. And she would have played Sloan. However, she <laughs> Sloan didn't make it. And uh and so she she plays she played Rebecca Peterson from Sweden and took three sets to get through that. How hard is it to be a fan of Sloan? It is. It's I I like watching her. I want but, her to be a top right. five player and threatening for slams week in or we can't threaten for slams week <laughs> in and week out. But you know, threatening to be a top player, you know, win tournaments every week and it's just so it's just every time I turn the match on for her, it's like way closer than it should be, or she's down to somebody she shouldn't be. Now, even if she come back, came back and won that match, it's like, yeah, but why are you losing a set to right. someone like this? Yeah, yeah. Because she's obviously better than that person. Like, there's no disputing that. But yet, I mean, I bet she loses more to players outside the top 50 than she does to players inside the top 50. And that is yet another reason women don't deserve equal time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, incidentally. <laughs> so there was a little a little bit of a hullabaloo, and I don't even know where it comes from. I guess just Twitter. Maybe nobody even has thought about this except the people, eight people on the Twitter machine saying it and then me reading it. But again, they use the City Open to demonstrate the unfairness, the gender right. inequity. And I'm like, dum-dums. Dum-dums. They... Just because they play at the same place yeah. and happen to be there at the same time, the WTA decided what level that tournament was. And here, you know what the you know what the out the argument against that is? No. Well, that's just the minimum. They can pay as much as they want. <laughs> Shut your face. Shut that's your hilarious. face. Well, and it's like if you have a minor league game, and I'm not saying the women is the minor leagues, but that tournament was. I'm sorry. I think there's an East Coast bias. <laughs> the West Coast is it's anti East Coast because the tournament yeah. in San Jose is eight hundred seventy six thousand. The women's city opens only two hundred fifty. So I think the women on the East Coast hate or women on the West Coast hate women on the East Coast. When like you I've said, I've had enough of it. If the WTA wanted, they could have got rid of the San Jose tournament and bring all the players to DC. Yeah, and made it whatever the equivalent to a five hundred is. Yeah, they can do whatever they want. Right. The WTA gets to decide that. The WTA, which stands for what? Women's Tennis Oh, look at that. <laughs> it's their group, but it's a man running it. That's the problem. Uh, so let me ask you this. Does anybody you know, don't say me, do not say me, <laughs> does anyone you know actually say, you know what, women should not be paid an equal amount for equal work? No. Not one human I know. Now, no. is there out there in the world? Uh, yeah, obviously. I'm sure there are. Right. And it seems to me like people like Nadal are are that person. <laughs> His argument is supermodels, uh, women make more than men. And guess what? They do. Right. I guess. I don't know anything about that. But uh, sure Tom Brady's wife, ten. Tom Brady's wife makes way more than Tom Brady. Yeah. Way more. Guess what? He's pretty good looking too. Right. So that's almost comparing apples to apples. Uh, but there's no gender inequity in that household. But... Like I said, of course there are people out there that think that. But it's so few and far between, it's irrelevant to mention. There's also people that think the moon landing was fake. Right. Oh, wait, it was. Um, <laughs> I really wish we could see the numerical comparison of attendance from Rogers 
this year, any year. Montreal always beats Toronto. No matter what. Yeah. And so then the, then the comparison didn't work. Right. But if it beats it by a smaller percentage... Yeah, who you know, knows? One year over the next. and it's But you'd have to do it over a 10-year because there's so many, like, a one-year factor. What if the rain was off? You know, well, like this year, there's no Federer Djokovic, but you got Serena yeah, right. in the women's. So it's there's more star power in the women's, I would argue, than there is in the men's this right. year. So, you know, the soccer issue isn't exactly comparable to the tennis issue or the, the you know, the, right. the arguments around the two. Um, there's a lot more moving parts in the soccer that, that, I mean, first of all, World Cup, that's a whole separate ball of wax. Right. I mean, people keep saying, oh, but they won the World Cup. They should get paid more. Well, the soccer federation, uh, you know, the U.S. soccer federation versus FIFA. Right. F- FIFA takes in the whole chunk of money. From the World Cup, and then pays out a percentage to the different teams and, and what yeah. have you. It's a whole separate ball game, and well, it's got to be based on ad sales, everything, attendance, ticket sales, merchant. I mean, every. So, by the way, you're drawing that out of the same pie, it doesn't matter. So, a billion dollars. Do you know how much a billion is? <laughs> no, I'm not going to see that in my it, entire life. Oh come 100 on, times off of this podcast? <laughs> Are you kidding me? We're approaching a billion listeners, yeah, but not dollars. So. A billion is a thousand million, right? right? I was about to say that. I didn't want to say that. Term. Why? You would have been smart. Right. It's a thousand million. Mm-hmm. The Women's World Cup brought in millions. Right. The Men's World Cup brought in billions. Yeah. So that alone right there, you can't look at it and say, oh, the women got paid less. Of course they got paid right. less because they made magnitude of hundreds and hundreds of times less right. than the men's World Cup did. It's it's insanity. Now, we can talk about why that is. We can talk about why yeah. nobody cares about women's soccer versus men's. Yeah, that would only, that would be the only argument that's worth talking about. Is, okay, why did that the is the only bring, argument. Not bring in as much. And that's the real argument. Right. That's the real argument. Because the argument isn't all white males suck because they want to keep women down and not pay them. Right. That's not the argument. That's a wasted argument because, as I mentioned before, no one, no one believes right. that. Or, in other words, so few do that it's, it doesn't matter to even, it's you know, useless to even mention it. So no regular human being, including us, right. think that, you know, we should pay women less for no particular reason. Now- Start looking at the business end of it. What you know, where this money comes from? It's not magic. And I mean, so the only, the only, the only reason I, I sent you that article, or you sent me the article on World Cup, or I sent you, you I can't sent, remember. Yeah, because uh, yeah, you don't do anything for the show. <laughs> um, was to point out the fact that the same false arguments and the false, you know, logic behind the accusations are across the spectrum. Right. And again, it is not productive. Like I said, if you want to talk about why not as many people spend as much money or attend or uh, TV picks up the you know Women's World Cup versus men, right. that's an argument worth having. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of countries in this world that women are truly oppressed. Right. They can't play soccer for their country. Yeah. Therefore, they don't have a World Cup team or so few are allowed to do anything, et cetera. Right. Um, you know, things like that. Those are things that matter. No, not that... 
the women's soccer team is winning World Cups. The men can't even make a World Cup <laughs> and still get more. Although, by the way, I'm pretty sure the men got nothing for this World Cup. Right. Uh, the last World Cup, I mean, that they did not make. <laughs> well, and so the only reason tennis gets all the, well, almost all, now the soccer's gotten some of it, but is because it's the only sport where the men's and women's are combined. Yes. And so that's the only time equal prize money should be debated is if the two events, if FIFA comes up with a 20-year contract for men's and women's World Cup, then you can debate, you know, how much the women should get, how much the men should get. But even then, we've already established. And here's another similarity on the on the World Cup to the tennis side. So each gender has collectively bargained for their agreement with the soccer, fed, you know, with right. the U.S. soccer people. Guess what the men have don't have that the women do? Well, healthcare. Don't, so you told don't. Me that article. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to go a different direction. Then. <laughs> I'll tell you what they don't have. Yeah, so the women collectively bargain for guaranteed salaries. Right. And they have health care. Yeah. There's two things right there that the men do not have. The men said, look, go ahead and just give us money. Instead. Based on wins or certain achievements. Bad decision. And the women. Yeah. <laughs> well, still. <laughs> and then the women said, no, we want a base salary. And then healthcare and, and, and you know, I, I get whatever. Other things. I, don't, I didn't read the agreements, but those are some of the things I read. Um, that right there just tells you there's no chance to compare equal pay. And, right. and actually, I think the U.S. Soccer Federation put out a letter that said, by the way, when you run all the numbers, women actually get paid more than the men. And I have a real problem in sports with people complaining about something after the fact. Now, again, if you voted one way and got outvoted or whatever, then I understand, but you're playing, like, the Women's World Cup already knew all the parameters for that whole th- whole campaign started. Right. Like, nothing changed midway through. Now, yeah, you get more attention, so it's a good time to, to, you know, bring people's focus to it, but if it was that serious of a deal, you should have said, we're not playing until this right. gets resolved. Well, here's the, so on the tennis side, here's the issue, is they don't treat it, see, it, the, the soccer, it's mixed because it's one soccer federation, even though the two teams, I mean, here's another thing. Most of the top men, ability-wise, the top men, are playing either in Europe right. or for like their pro teams, yeah. and they get paid a ton of money. Right. Guess what women don't do? They don't do that because no one cares about women's soccer anywhere right. else. Yeah. And so... Oh, there was women's soccer, a women's soccer league on TV this week. No, here. I, like, I didn't, I, right, right, I, but I didn't know that even existed here. Well, it's the National Women's Soccer League, yeah. which, by the way, is paid for by the Soccer Federation <laughs> because there's not a market for it. Right. So they have falsely created a market. Not falsely, that's the wrong way to put it. Part of the reason is to keep those players, you know, fit, right. playing up, you know... And trying to generate the buzz here. Getting experience and grow the game. And again, there's the argument we need to have, not... Yeah. Should everybody make exactly the same for everything? Because I got news for you: winning the women's World Cup not as not as tough as the men's winning the men's World Cup. Not as tough. Well, and it'll never happen now because we've gone too far the other direction. But some, you know, really mathematical or analytical person could come up with some formula for Grand Slams and say, okay, the number of the amount of TV revenue plus the ticket sales plus the you know all that. Right, could measure gender versus gender, maybe, and do it. It, but it'd be super it hard because you don't buy tickets for. Oh, I just want right. to buy all the female matches. I want to well, buy you'd all almost the male have matches. to do it in the week, second week only, because that's when they sometimes get split up. Right, true. Um, so then you could do it. No, you do it like the the golf does. The, the Grand Slams are totally separate. Right, that'd be the only way. Like we've talked about, make it make the U.S. Open a three week tournament. Right. 
So the first week is qualifying, or before the first week is qualifying. Right. And then that next week is first round of men, let's say. It could be right. either. I don't care, but yeah. I'm saying men. And then that second week is men's second week, first week of women's. Right. And then you have the second week of the women's all by itself. Yeah. Or so, or, and reverse it. Alternate it every other. I don't care. But the only way to truly, you know, sort of figure this out is to separate them. That would be tremendously better or, than slams, by the way, to have a third week. Or what Billy Jean King wants to do. Let's just put them all together. <laughs> then you will the have draws. Then you have one through one twenty eight men <laughs> and then the women would never qualify. <laughs> ever. Um, and women's tennis would be gone. Yeah, I mean it's just a it's just a dumb argument to have I don't care about the three versus Sorry. five set. That doesn't matter to me. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's stupid. I'm tired of that argument. To me, it's how much money are you bringing in, and that's the only that's thing it. that matters. I'll tell you, how about this sport? There's a sport that women get paid more than men, and I don't care, <laughs> because I guarantee you the women are generating more. It's not supermodeling. Beach volleyball. It's not beach volleyball. <laughs> figure skating. Oh, there you go. Figure skating. Women make more. Right. This is not a big market for men's figure skating. Nobody right. cares. Right. But for the women, it's fantastic, and they get paid more, and guess what? Good for them. If they, they're generating more money, then yeah. I have zero argument. And who would? And, you know, golf is as similar just from a, probably from a watching standpoint. Like, that's probably the most similar skill levels of all the sports, potentially. Well, I think tennis uh, is similar in the, in, the, in, in the sense that it's, it's a balance between, you know, power and precision. Right. But I mean, I, what I mean is if the absolute best female golfer played the best male golfer it's not going to be a complete destruction. Oh, I see. Whereas the best I tennis see. player plays the best female tennis player. That's that's going to be I horrible. See. Right. Uh, billiards. That's closer. <laughs> yeah, probably. Not a sport. Uh, there, how about that? There's all the sports. There, there, here's some sports that should not have any <laughs> gender difference. Billiards. There you go. Any kind. Nine ball, snooker. I don't even know what snooker is, but it was on ESPN. <laughs> the Ocho. The, uh, the Ocho is back, ball, baby. Nine ball, and snooker. That's about it. Yeah. Um... How about darts? Yeah. No gender. Right. Unless you're required to drink. <laughs> and then, you know, just by our sheer body weight yeah. and mass and stuff that men can hold more liquor. Um, how about this one? I, this one could go either way. I'm not sure. Because there is some rotation involved in, you know, so the faster bowling. Well, the, whether there's a reason behind it or not, the men's bowlers are way better than the women. Female bowlers. I don't know if there's a, they should be, but they are. Well, it's I think power, the, I guess I think the the speed of the ball. Yeah, knocking piss. So maybe we'll take bowling out. But but yeah, again. Well, yeah, and this actually came up in a, of all things a wrestling article I was reading, and the wrestler was saying that men male wrestlers shouldn't wrestle female wrestlers, and he already got some backlash over it. Oh, what's wrong <laughs> with that? You know, which of course that outcome's predetermined, so you can kind of understand it. But he's saying like. They don't combine men's and women's basketball. They don't combine men's and women's you know, tennis. Why would you combine it in wrestling? It's not real. <laughs> but his point was there are things that are separate for a reason. Um, yeah, I just don't get why it's such a big deal. Well, here, you know, first of all, Billie Jean King, listen to me, please, for one minute. <laughs> um, it, putting them together more is I think worse. Right. Because all you're doing is muddying the waters even more. And and the only thing that comes out of that is 
finger pointing that men are pigs and don't want to treat women fairly. Yeah. And that's what, and that's the only reason anybody bristles against his argument in the first place, right? Because that's all that comes out of this argument. We don't have the argument of do women draw more than men in right. terms of attendance for tennis? Because I'll tell you right now, I bet you, with, especially as little as a big three plays, I w- I would guess that if they would have had the city open, uh, you know, this same, week the for the men tier. and the women next week and had the same tier, right. maybe flip flop like. Maybe San Jose was a man, you know, they right, obviously right, right. just so, somewhere it's almost the same. I, I bet you the women would do better. I mean, uh, except Nick Kyrgios is an absurdity that everybody if it wasn't has for the see. chaos of that usually happens in the early in a women's tournament. I think definitely the bigger names in the women's are more interesting than the bigger names in the men's. Yeah. The ones that are playing anyway. Yeah. So any event, um, I don't it's know. Just, there's like you said, there's, and you've said many times if the women are drawing more money, they should get paid more. Like you've always said that yes. in the beginning of this argument. The only downside is it's impossible right. to, unless you separate the tournaments. I want whoever's drawing the most to make the most. Whoever's right. generating the most revenue. And now the only argument they have is, yeah, but the TV execs are sexist. Oh yeah, they're choosing what's on TV and what people are watching. and Yeah, because they, <laughs> they would rather oppress women than make money. Right. I'm pretty sure that's not the case for 99% of people. <laughs> uh, and in, in tennis, it, I think you're right with golf. Outside of the pool type right. things, billiards, actual sports. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I think you're actually right. But it doesn't really get to manifest itself because they don't play head-to-head. Right. And it looks so similar. It well, looks so way, similar, like skill-wise. We're such a skill-heavy sport. Golf is such a skill-heavy sport. It looks, it looks really good. One thing, one place no one would ever talk about it, you're talking about wrestling, but how about a real sport? UFC. Yeah. I mean, except for that cyborg issue. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah. I mean, she almost beat somebody to death. Yeah. I mean, girls that... that but even still, women that fought man. Women that fought cyborg, she's a UFC fighter who was used to be a man... And I don't know if she had full surgery. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever happened, she's now fighting as, uh, I don't know what her name is, Cyborg. I, I don't even know what her real name <laughs> I is. I can't remember. Um, and the women that have fought her have said, I, I've i never gotten hit that hard right. in my life. Yeah. Because they've done, more studies are coming out <laughs> that- you've fought against men before. Well, yeah. Written, more studies are coming out that no matter how long you do you know, therapy, gene therapy, whatever it's called, hormone therapy- you still don't lose bone density. Right. You still don't lose a large portion of muscle mass. You still, especially if it's post puberty. Yeah. And so nobody would dream of that. The cyborg issue kind of pointed that out, like pretty explicitly, that she was literally physically damaging people beyond you know whatever. But we, it would be absurd to say, hey, whoever you know, I don't know any John Bones Jones, right? <laughs> hey, you go in there and fight. What's the one that was famous for a while? Before? Ronda Rousey. Round, yeah, John Bones Jones, go in and fight Ronda Rousey. Nobody would dream. Ronda Rousey wouldn't dream of that. Right. And so this whole putting the sport together thing is just, it's just absurd and it just muddies the water. But why is sports the only area where we don't want to reward people for getting more? Like any other field, the more you generate, the more you earn. Like why is sports Sales and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. I mean, I don't get that. Um because if you, I mean, if you, and even I agree with even 
you know, if Serena plays in the final, maybe she should make more than if it's, you know, that year it was Panetta and Vinci. I mean, right. maybe Serena should get a higher check than they got because she generated way more. Whatever. I mean, if somehow we could go to I like boxing, like, I don't know how boxing still makes money. I don't either. How, but if we could go to a pure pay-per-view yeah. version of tennis, right? make it reasonable though let's yeah, not i would hate that uh, by the way 69.95 for one match <laughs> yeah. but you know I, I this is i don't want to but yeah. let's just say we we did then every single round the the winner would get you know exactly the, the you know a higher percentage of the of that take yeah. and the loser would get a lower percentage because that's one thing you can't tell if two people play if serena right. is playing a nobody but the nobody beats serena yeah Obviously, everybody was there to see Serena, right. but she won. So, what are you yeah. going to do? Which I hate that about boxing. By the way, you the the guaranteed the purse drives me insane. Yeah, even if you lose, right? Um, so that's one thing that about tennis that is does make sense. The farther you make it, the more you make. Right. So the actual fundamental thing of tennis is that, but yet you're trying to change it and say, no, we should think everybody should get the same. Why not pay all 256 players the same amount and let's just see how far they go? Right. I mean, that's the same concept. Right. Or just give everybody a base salary. Yeah, $100,000 per match. No, no, just give them an annual salary. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're... And we're just going to play for ranking. That's it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just sick of this art. I'm sick of this whole... And we haven't talked about it a whole lot on this because we don't like controversy, apparently. But you've said there are tournaments where the men are getting paid less and nobody ever says a thing about Except it. Except me. Yeah. And that's what irritates me too. It's like, is the issue that it's not fair or is the issue that women are being mistreated? It sounds like the issue is that women are mistreated, not that it's not fair. And they're not. That's right. the whole point. And there's really no way, because like I said, we keep trying to muddy the water instead of really trying to pull out the real data and find out what the every player, men and women, deserve. And you heard me, deserve. Well, and it takes away from another, the, again, the issues we should be talking about, which is that the article I sent you about players and slams only getting 10% of the total revenue. I mean, yeah, that well, is that, a much bigger issue than people getting paid equally. Right. Well, I mean, and again, that won't, 14%. that won't change uh, if it goes up because right. still there'll be, you know, it'll, everybody will be getting paid more, but right. they won't be getting. And again, I, I can't, t- I can't stand it when they start, <laughs> when, when you have two, two genders at the same tournament, but it's two different levels. Right. That should be illegal. That should be out. And that would solve that problem too. Of that would solve that problem. Right. But again, it may not because again, the WTA has negotiated their own deal. Like if the WTA right. head goes to the DC, however they decide that tournament director or whatever, and you get, okay, our total prize is going to be 1.5 million. Well, if the men completely separately negotiated 3 million, well, sorry, that was your fault. I mean, right. It was your fault. You agreed to 1.5. Well, and again, the WTA women's tennis association, the tennis association for women right set the levels of these tournaments yeah. point values and and again it's minimums i get it yeah so they should really out of the generosity well, of their heart i guess they should just pay way more money than they and obviously i'm doing this on purpose but you think more people are watching pagula and georgie or curios and medvedev and again that's not i know that's not a fair comparison but it was it's not and, and you know listen if Sloan and Keys get to the final, it's probably not as much either because those two have just been so hit or miss right. the last two years. But that probably would have been bigger than it would have. It would have. have, and then you know. But I, listen, I want 
women's tennis to succeed. Yeah. 100%. If women's tennis disappeared from the face of the earth, the sport of tennis would be irreparably, yeah, baby, (laughs) damaged without question. Well, and why do you want to set yourself up to be like a level three compared to a level one, too? It just makes you look even worse compared side by side. Well, and again, that's the whole thing. To everyone else, it's like, oh, all this stuff is going on. These two tournaments are on the same. No, no. It's two. This is football right. and basketball happening on the same field. Yeah. Slash court. Right. So it. We're not going to care if we got Serena and Halep and then Federer Djokovic. Those are comparable. You can right. say Federer Djokovic is better. But my point whatever, is, they're, is they're, they're the ones that put... A, yeah. These are two different sports. Right. And they said, you know what? Now nah, let's do them at the same place at the same time, just so it can be mayhem. Right. Why not? Just to make everybody <laughs> insane. That sounds good. Um, so anyway... And it hurts San Jose, too. I mean, to be honest, because San Jose would have loved to have Coco Golf and Sloan and Madison. I mean, they would have loved yeah. to have those players. And maybe they could have gotten rid of some of the... Bo- I can't stand buys. I can't stand buys in professional tennis. Can't stand it. Isn't that a relatively new thing? I don't know. I don't remember that being a thing 10 years ago. Uh, yeah, I think it was. I mean, it's never never a thing in a slam, obviously. So maybe I'm just thinking of that. But I don't think it's fair. And we've talked about the unfairness of tennis, but that's kind of one of the basic unfairness. I mean, it actually can sometimes hurt the seated player. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, because I mean. So it's unfair to both. <laughs> unless it's Sloan, of course. <laughs> um, come on, Sloan. <laughs> So, so on the women's side, so we had Georgie and, and Pagula, American Pagula, uh, beating Camilla Georgie, and it means nothing. Right. Um, and it's a 250, so should it? I mean, of course, expect what we expect in a 250. Uh, you did it to yourselves, WTA. That's the tournament you have. But the attendance was still better. Yeah. But then again, what does that mean? Because both are there. You don't know who they're Yeah, because they were buying tickets for Sunday final. They didn't right. choose men or women. So, uh, so now we have, uh, Silica, um, I'm not calling it a Silicon Valley classic <laughs> in, uh, San Jose. Obadala. Yeah. So I can't even say that. I don't even know what that is. Um, so, uh, Zhang is up six, uh, set six, three against, uh, Sabalenka. So we're recording, so we're not even watching it. And so Sabalenka has been like nowhere this year. And all of a sudden she's in the finals. Yes. Yeah, she is. And she had a buy out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, so that's the two uh, two women's tournaments and a little bit of uh, we should also talk about uh, disparity in prize money on the men's segment as well. So we're not <laughs> being sexist. So all right, well let's talk about a real sport, men's tennis, uh, one that we should pay for uh, when we come back. 